All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slapped me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. He plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. Si, senor. I would like the pollo ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Chesko. Stats, 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 stats. That's what we're here to talk about today. Is that, today. The, baseball, is that, no, the, base, is that the baseball hitting buildup? Him doing yeah. that reminds me of like... Like uh, Door of the Explorer, you millennials might not know, but like I'm the map, I'm the map. Brian Brian comes out on the stats, on the stats, on the stats, on the stats, on the stats. I I don't know it. Yes, yo, I know who Dora the Explorer is. You know who Dora and the map is. I know who map is. I know boots. I know. I know swiper. No swiping. I just don't know. Exactly. I just don't know. You know the map song. Don't know the map song. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's not even. I can't believe that. I have a hard time believing that. That is literally unbelievable. But we're here to talk about making all your XG dreams come true. Yeah. So LeBron. A little dirty. <laughs> all your XG yeah, dreams come okay. true. I can, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, let's talk about stats. Uh, let's talk about some of the outstanding things that happened in game week 34. I'm not sure how much the stats of this week are going to influence your decision as far as what you're going to do in game week 34. Stop right now before you say another word. I just want to say there are a few names <laughs> for sure. No, no, wait. Yes. I want to give you credit. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, great. <laughs> well, then let's stop. There are two people. Yeah, exactly. There are two people that you inserted in to our podcast last week and said, look out for this person. And both of them scored mm. in game week 35. The first one was, I mean, in hindsight, probably a little bit more obvious than the other one. But at the same time, he plays for a terrible team. And okay. that's Richarlison. True. Yes, Richarlison, and honestly, Richarlison was a real. Uh, it was a real tough decision for me, as far as my what I ended up doing, as far as my transfers for game week thirty five. It came down to Watkins or Richarlison, and I ended up just thinking, I liked the obviousness of Watkins. Okay, home to Norwich seemed way more obvious, even though Richarlison has been very good. He's or, been missing like crazy. True, he's but he's been missing like you miss when you're going to go down to the championship. I don't know. I just feel like he's until like, this past weekend. True, he has been missing, but also since game week 31, I mean, he had 17 in that double match week. He had to blank against Manchester United, scored against Leicester, blanked nor naturally against Liverpool, naturally, and then scored against Chelsea at home. I, and I know a lot of this is, I mean, home form does matter, but 
That's a lot of points in the last five game weeks. That's more so, than I realized. So I just, yeah, he. It was more. I think with Richarlison, something like as far as transfer consideration last week it had way more to do with. Do I like if I would transferred him in for Chelsea, I would have had him in for this double game week, which is I think good for Everton. Well, and, and then he would be permanently in my team for game week thirty eight. Sure. So I, he was just somebody who I feel like you can trust as far as minutes go, and the performances have been good enough. This win, me, and this win, uh, meaning Everton defeating Chelsea yeah. at Goodison Park, it it definitely makes Richarlison a little bit more attractive because Everton have hope. Yeah. And with hope, you can defeat the likes of Chelsea going out before the season ends. Yeah, and I would imagine Everton's going to find it a lot easier time against Leicester on Sunday, and they're going to have a also easier time at Watford on Wednesday. I I'd, probably relegated Watford at that point, right? So I just, I just think the you know game week thirty six, oh. you already like the double, and then game week thirty seven, you know anyone with a, anyone who's so a lot of the strategy we said this, you know we can talk about this maybe could, could have said it last time too. A lot of the strategy is what chip do you have left, and if you're free hitting in one of these double game weeks. And so, I am. I like we said, uh, you know, last pod. There's a, I have a free hit chip left, and so my free hit in 37, no matter what, was going to have Richarlison in it. Okay. Because good. Everton have two home matches, and it's against Brentford and Crystal Palace. Mm, so it's good. so it's two teams that again, Palace is just playing for pride. Brentford is just playing to get as high up in the table as they can. Sure. Both teams are kind of going for it. So yeah. ne- ne- no one's backing down there, and Everton no. is playing for their survival. Right. So to me, Richarlison on penalties. I like it. And somebody who's been playing really well. This week, to me, I'm, I, I'm, I honestly might take an extra negative this week just to get Richarlison Ooh, in my team. You want it. him in 36, too? That's great. I want or, him in 36, 37, and or, I don't – honestly, I don't hate him in game week 38 – Against your guys, not if they're fighting for something. Yeah, it's it's rare to see. I mean, there's not that many matches in game week 38. Let's just be honest. It's fun to have them all going on at the same time, but there's not very many that usually are playing for something. Yeah, Everton will be playing for something. The other one that you got right, that was less obvious, I think, but that just made it more impressive, was Josh Brownhill scoring. Yeah, Brownhilly. <laughs> Corky and Brown Hilly with Corky. <laughs> to yeah. use Dice oh speak. Oh, R.I.P. Uh, Sean Dice. He's not there anymore. But um, no, Brown Hill. Yeah, I said like I. He's been he's been instrumental. He's a he. It's a lucky goal. I mean he. <laughs> I, it just is. I mean you don't expect a goal from Brown Hill. You don't expect a, a goal. I don't think from any. You do from if any. you get advice on this podcast that you should look uh, out for no, him and you I, bring him in. I'm you thrilled, expect it. I'm thrilled to know that he actually did what you XG one. I think Brown Hill. I would just think uh, free hitters for thirty or for thirty seven for myself. I'm talking to myself here. Brown Hill's a perfect fifth midfielder. Because they played a double week. It's a perfect guy to have in there as an enabler, but also knowing he's going to play the minutes. It might not honestly be in- entirely insane to throw him out there. I, I just I wonder if he can't do something for you I mean, in game week 37. Burnley are, Burnley are one of the hottest teams in the league. Let's <laughs> yeah, just be clear. They really now, are. I'm looking at a narrow window Easy here. Easy, big guy. But they're on a roll right now. Yeah. Uh, 
All right. Uh, no, I just I, game week thirty seven. They play at Spurs and at Villa. Those are not. That's not impossible for them. They'll score not goals. This, not this. Not this current right now. Not Burnley. Mike Jackson's Burnley. No, they. Yeah. It's not impossible, and you know at least that Brown Hill is going to be on some set pieces. And hey, he's going to play. He's he going to play 180 he, minutes. He might pass one into the into the bottom corner from <laughs> 35 yards. For all he, you know, he very well might. All right, I'm done giving what, you credit. Uh, Ollie, can you give me credit for Ollie Watkins? I feel like I talked you into Ollie Watkins. You did time. talk me into okay. Ollie Watkins. I just wish I had uh, someone to talk me into captaining him. But yes, I had. I got his nine, and it's all because of you. I just want to. I just uh, like this. The one of the times where the stats lined up with the results. The pre-match stats lined up with the results. There were so many people going to Coutinho. <laughs> you say that week. because it doesn't like how often does that actually I'm happen? I'm just saying it's one of the like because there are plenty of times <laughs> where you can say all of these things are lined up perfectly. Can we this. say that that's the flaw in expected stats? Can we just say that? Well, no, it's just all look, it's just maximizing what someone's actually doing. All it's right. just taking a look at what somebody is actually doing, performances on the pitch. And so there are, you know, there's eye test. Like, look, we're no one in this podcast is saying ignore how someone actually looks. I know. See what their numbers I are. I just have to dog expected stats <laughs> as often what, as I possibly what can. What do the cold, dead numbers <laughs> say? I have no interest in what the warm-bodied human man is doing on the actual grass. I want to know what do the numbers tell me. Hey, no one is saying that on this podcast. Don't disparage my color-coded fixture <laughs> chart, okay. sir. Yes, we're playing the fixtures, you're playing the man, you're playing the stats, you're playing it all, hopefully. But, I like eye test. Eye test is my favorite. The point is, but that was exactly it. Uh, Ollie Watkins not only was passing the eye test by the words of his own manager, but the stats backed him up over Matty Cash, over Philippe Coutinho, and Watkins is the one who comes away not only with a goal, he scores a goal and gets you three bonus points, despite yeah. Danny Ings getting a goal and an assist and only getting one bonus point. You did ask where Danny that. Ings is. So Watkins lived up to his expected stats. Where did Danny Ings come from? Well, I want to ask that question, and I'm curious. <laughs> I'm asking the question. So Danny Ings apparently is back. Um, he got 50 minutes this week for Aston Villa, uh, largely making a cameo appearance sooner than he would have anyway because uh, Leon Bailey uh, injured himself again. Yeah. And Ings jumps in, uh, assists the Watkins goal, and then uh, scores in stoppage time. So Danny Ings comes away with one of the best striker uh, scores of the week for you. If And so this is uh, Peter Lansley at The Guardian described it this way. If the Aston Villa... Steven Gerrard's switch is to a 4-3-3 with Ings and Watkins as split strikers, which is kind of, that was the discussion early in the season, was kind of like, how are Ings and Watkins going to function with each other? Well, if they play together, with what, and the, the third part of that is, the, the other part of the front three is Coutinho functioning either as a false nine or as the attacking tip of a diamond, is the way it's described. Okay. Then, yeah. Ings is probably back. Yeah. So the one, the well, one until he's hurt. The one bad thing is, yes, and he said that he he said this season has been really difficult because it's been largely stop, some stop start. This but the, season, but he only gets, this but season. No, but la, I mean, it was a little bit different last season. He played a lot more last season, and I think coming into this season, there was a. Uh, well, remember at the beginning of the season, it was like, how in the world did Villa land Danny Ings? I think it was such a shock that that Southampton was willing to 
let yeah. go of him, and then it turned to this, yeah. like which is you know him uh, surprisingly coming off the bench in game week thirty five. Armando Broya is why they were able to get Danny right. Ings. So yeah, so Ings in fifty minutes had four shots and he had six touches in the box, and you know it's a really good bit of numbers. the The thing is with Watkins and Ings this week, I don't know that I trust anyone from Aston Villa because oh, they play brought in Watkins. because they play Burnley and they play Liverpool. And I am just I think you're hopeful that they can at least score a goal against Burnley. I am because an American. They, is Aston Villa going to score on you guys? I hope not. I don't think so. Right. But they, they, but Brian, are Brian, Brian, back, you we are, are FPL America. If anything, we are Leeds fans now. American manager Jesse Marsh is leading Leeds. We need Burnley to lose to Aston Villa. Okay. I just all the all the signs point to no I know. on that one. I know. I, I'm just saying, like Ings and Watkins, like I get why it's not slowing anyone's transfers down, definitely for Ollie Watkins, because uh, look, nine points is gonna get you a bunch of transfers in. And Watkins was really good again this week. I mean, he was tied for the second. He's tied for second most shots. He he scored with his one shot on target. I don't like that. That's the thing. It's all about trust against Burnley and Liverpool. It's not great. But we said I, we've said that last week. I just if you have them, you are just like hoping that something good happens against Burnley because I don't know how it happens against Liverpool. I want to make Dave happy now and ask you. A question that is clearly going to wait because you're giving me that one last face. thing. Yes, go on ahead. This thing <laughs> yeah, it's just that it's only bad in 36 because game week 37 for Villa. For Villa, yeah. Uh, with the schedule, game week 37, you love two home matches, and even though they're against Crystal Palace and Burnley, you like them at home way more than you like them away to Burnley and home to Liverpool. So game week 37, you like that way more. So you ride out Ollie Watkins in 36 and play him in 37 and maybe captain him. And then in 38, your transfer from 37 (laughs) into 38 is to get rid of your Aston Villa assets as fast as you possibly can as they are away to Manchester City. Okay. So this is the hesitation that I had even this week bringing in Watkins. You don't think Stevie G might be able to bring Liverpool a title in game week 38? No. No. <laughs> not with the, not with this not with these guys. Listen, we're going to do a third episode this week and I have to tell you, you know, Men and Blazers is still the standard when it comes to Premier League podcasts, specifically American-centered for sure. Premier League podcasts. They always refer to the Premier League scriptwriters. These scriptwriters, man, we'll talk about it in the third episode. They are working overtime, and if ever there was a fitting end to this season with oh. those scriptwriters, yeah. it's DVG giving Liverpool a title on the Aston Villa touchline. I digress. I want to make Dave happy yeah, and ask you to talk to me about stats and Eddie and Kedia. Dave, Eddie and Kedia. Who? Really? Wow. I really? Can't Who? I can't believe Who would have thought that would have I happened. I can't believe you're saying it. Hopefully you're saying that in an ironic way. I just think Enkedia is going to be in a lot. I don't lot. think Dave does irony. It's going to be, he's going to be in a lot of teams. And I think, Why? A, he's 5.5. Sure. B, he's started the last four matches for Liverpool, Correct. for Arsenal. For Liverpool, yeah. I don't know how, 
who who is he competing with? Lacazette? That's your who cue. I was gonna say who? You wanna say who, it should be on the queue of Lacazette. So let's say this. Eddie and Kedia has gotten uh, subs going back to match week twenty six, actually twenty three. And then the last four he started, but he had pretty consistent right. subbing. Yeah, in. the Eddie and Kedia that you told us on this podcast that Mikel Arteta said publicly he hasn't been playing enough. Now he's playing him. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know exactly what's going on. I don't know if this is, hey. What do your sources say? This is what, well, I you want to, my sources are saying that Lacazette needed a little little rest. He had played a lot of games once Obama Yang wasn't there. True. It was just a lot of games. Eddie and Kenny. All those Premier League games. I think Arteta had told. Because they're not in any other competitions. That's right. Yeah, all those Premier League matches. And I think, so there was a lack of games. Man, Scott. once a week is hard. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lack of games. Uh, and uh, Nketiah, I think, pro- was probably told that he could play more games than he had, he had played. And so, and they needed to make a decision. Do we keep him or do we sell him? And so, on some level, but here's the other thing, too. Arsenal's playing for top four. Yeah, you play the hot hand right now. And, lock, but here's the thing. How hot is it? He scored twice against Chelsea. And nothing before or after. Right. Like, I know that there's a lot of buzz there. Should he have scored twice this past week? Yes. yes. But the biggest <laughs> knock on him is his finishing. Yeah. Any Arsenal fan will tell you that. Is his finishing. Does he hustle? Yes. Does he work hard? Yes. Does he get in scoring positions? Yes. Does he make good runs? Yes. But the <laughs> doesn't score. No, I am. I totally get that. He's got two goals on the season. One assist. I, on I, the season. And we're in match week 36 going into it. I just don't know who else you're going to trust for 5.5 million pounds who is going to shoot six times in a game and shoot four on target, and his two misses are two big chances. I know. So I know. I, it, has, it has everything to do with opportunity and cost, and I just do not see how you want to go by who scored – would you rather uh, his? Well, you want to go by his player rating this week? Uh, for, for this week, a lot of play, uh, a lot of people had Enkedia as man of the match because he was clearly Arsenal's most dangerous guy. He only Rob Holding ranked higher for uh, his final player rating for the match against West Ham. This guy, I love this. I'm so happy this right now so because this is the argument. Uh, Dave just. Dave is feeding into it. It's the argument between yeah. expected stats and reality. Dave's arguing against the expected stats of Eddie and Kenny right now and saying the reality is he's not getting you anything. But the, here's the difference. I argue against the stats at this moment because there's no pedigree there. There's not an established pedigree in history For of sure. him doing sh- on the pitch. And so would that be – if this was Jesus, we've at least seen Jesus like, come close. Raheem Sterling, oh, my gosh, Brian, you can probably – write books about Raheem, yes. Raheem Sterling at this point with it. No one's better at missing close than him, but he Raheem Sterling clicks all the XG, but we also know that he's got it in the locker. We do not know that Eddie and as has it totally in the locker in the premier league. There's been small flashes and that's why as a fan and I, I was on record before and yes, we could mock that a little bit as he's had multiple starts now and he's looked good in the starts and he did well against Chelsea I'm thankful for that. But on the whole, I don't see him coming back next year. And I think we need to free him. I think he'll go to another club, and he might do great. But, Scott, 
Sometimes these guys who do well at clubs and want their big shot go to clubs, get their wish, and what happens? They don't do great. Sure. And I just don't think he's – I think he still needs to grow into the guy that he wants to be. But he's your guy with three game weeks left in the season. It seems like he – I mean, I would bet on him to get the start in the next match. Maybe even again in the yeah, next I'm match not, after that. I don't know how La, – Lacazette's not coming back in. There, there, there's no way he comes back in and takes Enkedia's spot. You need him to perform. When Enkedia, uh, by by find us find a website right now that isn't describing Eddie Enkedia as either dazzling, dynamic. <laughs> the only thing missing was a goal. He he was scrappy. He's fast. He had he had the breakaways. He did everything you want. I'm saying for price, you're not expecting a whole lot from a guy who's five point five. I'm saying like. Who else are you counting on as a forward right now? I know, and that's fair. That, I mean, Dennis, that, Dennis with Watford's like a five nine. Yeah, you don't want him. You don't want him right now. I wouldn't move to him. That's what I mean. If I'm you just ha- saying, if you like, kept Dennis for some insane reason this I, entire time, can I say something crazy? Then yes, you are thrilled. That I have you no, still have it. I have no money in the bank. I would take a negative four to go from Kane to Enkedia so that I could sell someone cheap in my midfield to go to Sun. I can Done see deal. that. Done deal. I would do that. It's explosive. You're buying I the just, ex- you're buying the explosiveness of those players. I would do that. In fact, I might be talking myself into it. Anyway, we're done making Dave happy. All right. I want you to make me happy now, Brian. I want you to talk about Diogo Jota. We need to discuss Diogo Jota and what's happening there. Well, Jota is back to looking like Jota again. Assisted the who scored the Nabi Keita. Oh Nabi Keita, yeah, Keita scored. Jota gets the assist, but this week, five shots, and he put four on target. Nobody had – he was tied for the most of shots on target. He was second only to Jesus for touches in the box again. This is the this is the Jota that was a, just the stat-busting, like the guy who was beating even Salah some weeks for stats. And he did it again this week, obviously. I just wonder – all, everything this week for City and Liverpool is going to come down to these Champions League lineups tomorrow and Wednesday. Yeah. So I am guessing that Jota gets probably minutes. Is it really a question of Diaz or Jota? Because it seems like it's been that. Mane is yeah. not suffering in the league. Mane is just losing some end-of-game minutes. He's still starting. Right. Salah gets a huge rest this week against Newcastle, which was weird. It was totally weird. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, Klopp does this where he'll sit one guy at a time out. He, the squad is just big enough to be able to do that. So I, I wasn't. I mean, I captained Salah, so it hurt me. Yeah. But um, it's not. It wasn't out of. It wasn't shocking to me that that happened. No, I just wonder. By look, the way, we teased Dave about you know all of Arsenal's matches, right? Liverpool have played a ton of matches, yeah. and all of them are enormous. Yeah, and so that takes a toll. So of course these guys are going to sit every once in a while. Of yeah. course they are. Well, and guys who are getting their minutes regularly managed, like Jota, like well, Firmino has been injured a ton, but um, but no, I just I just wonder if if this Jota shows up, you'll want Jota more than you might want Salah. Sure. For the rest of the season, just a because yeah. of, because the performance can it can match the performance f- for a greater value. And look, we already said you know what you can do with 
eight compared to thirteen. Yeah, the money's better, so, and I just feel like Jota can do more in more ways. Yeah, I mean Jota didn't he have a header that was like fingertip saved here yeah, again? Like Jota so. really could have scored in this match too. Yeah. I just I just wonder if this is if Jota stays in this kind of form, like there it there even earlier in the season there isn't anyone that was like him for price and for performance. I he's extremely tempting. We made Dave happy. We made me happy. Make nobody happy. And let's finish this out by talking about Gabriel Jesus of Manchester City. Well, you know who we could really talk about to make nobody happy at the end of this is uh, Alexis McAllister. Uh, yeah, no. But there's no point. There's in no that. point. Just say he took a penalty. Mac Allister. Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, can he be my stat? After, after he, the initial penalty? Can he be my amazing stat of the week? Uh, yeah. Brian's amazing yeah. stat of the week. Uh, Alexis Mac Allister's <laughs> expected goal Score this week is 1.76, nearly 2 XG. Highest this week by a mile. All right. And he actually did score. And he took a penalty. Alexis McAllister scored a penalty. Do you know (laughs) his nationality? Yes. Do you, Scott? Is he, uh, like, Irish? Hold on. So Okay, so you don't know. I'm guessing. you're guessing. That definitely sounds like a guess. So the answer is no. You don't know. No. Okay. Uh, I will give you three guesses. Okay. If you guess Alexis McAllister's, Mac Allister's. Okay. So I'm guessing Ireland was a wrong guess. Yeah. Number one. I'm not saying yes, right, or wrong, but I'm going to give you three. You can okay. stick I'll, with that. I'll stick if with you Ireland, will. number one. Okay, wrong. Northern Ireland. No, wrong. All right. Mac Allister. Third guess. I can give you five at this point and you won't get it. <laughs> okay. Tell me who it is. He's Argentinian. No, he is not. Yes, he is. Alexis McAllister? Yes, he is. He's Argentinian. Did he change nationality at some point? He started his senior career with Argentinios Juniors. Argentinios? Yeah. Argentinios Juniors before joining (laughs) Brighton and Hove Albion in 2019, says the Wikipedia. So there you go. I'm telling you, when I saw that, I was gassed, shocked, just like you are now, as Scott's checking me. He doesn't believe me. No. So he's I'm, checking himself. No, that's not okay. it. I'm, he's checking something else. I, I, just, love, I, just, I, I just remembered I hadn't done the Wordle yet today. I love oh. that I derailed this with Alexis McAllister. Yes, you yeah. did. And also, uh, you saying Argentinio reminds me of a George W. Bush. <laughs> Argentinios. years and years ago. <laughs> I'm reading this straight off Wikipedia. We all know this to be close next to the Bible. Mac Allister started his senior career with Argentinios Juniors. Oh, Argentinios. Okay, you were saying you were naming the cl- a club. I thought you were saying Argentinio. <laughs> no, no, I I was naming a club, Argentinios Juniors. No, Ryan, I think I still think he was. He's just trying to cover it. Oh my right gosh, now. you morons! All right, <laughs> Do you remember on, you remember continue. that old joke about? Remember George W. Bush was everyone oh. thought he was dumb. Mission Whoa. accomplished. Well, that no. There's How many other... American leaders are we going to get to that everyone thinks no, is dumb? No, you. Well, we're we're on a we're, we're, on, a, we're on a good streak. We're right on now. a really good streak right <laughs> we're now. We're on a good roll. <laughs> yes, no, remember that joke about somebody you know somebody was briefing him and <laughs> say that you know they told him they brought a reporter here. They're in the the uh, room, not the. I was going to say Oval the office. I was going to say the emergency room. No, no the situation oh, room. The situation, oh, okay. the situation yeah. room. The they were having a, they were having a debriefing and somebody brought a report to him to say that. Oh, I'm sorry, you know, sir. It's very urgent. There were three Brazilian soldiers that were killed in action you know, earlier today. And George W. Bush stopped and he put his head in his hands <laughs> and he 
he just he couldn't believe the news and he said how many is three brazilian <laughs> <laughs> like brazilian's a number yeah, like a currency yeah, like, or something. Like, yeah. Like, like, like million, yeah. like trillion, bajillion, <laughs> yeah. Brazilian. You remember that joke? You I don't. I've never that's, heard that before. That a, that I, lo- a, I loved your... Scott, I, my favorite you part about to, your American leader joke is that it was bipartisan. Yes. You were getting to a lead, uh, leader Gabriel joke. Jesus, eventually. You were getting to something before McAll- Mac Allister. Well, he just... Yeah, he said he wanted to talk about that, but we're not going to. And then we did, but nothing nothing that was relevant. So let's get back to Gabriel Jesus. Yeah, I did already. this. <laughs> <laughs> Who is a Brazilian striker, right? Yes. All right. I know. I that just one. want to ask the simple question: How much longer can Jesus keep this up? A. Starting. B. Scoring like there's no tomorrow. Do you know that in the last three starts that Gabriel Jesus has had in the Premier League, he has 41 fantasy points? Yeah. He also has a seven-minute cameo with a one-pointer in there. Mm-hmm. So he has 42 mm-hmm. points in his last four matches. But he scored again here. I think when the team sheet came out and he was starting, I think that was shocking. Yeah. De Bruyne being benched and Jesus starting again is shocking. Except it made FPL nerds happy because he was most transferred in. Oh, my gosh. Anyone that went to him quickly last week. Last week was got thrilled. rewarded. Oh my big, gosh! In a big way, so I can't imagine he. Starts am I both, stupid to try he, to bring him in this week? I can't imagine he starts both matches in the double week. But with Champions a, League still, a who knows? B it might not matter. They play. They play Wolves and they play. He might Newcastle. just need one of those starts. He might only need one. And of And if those he games. comes in and subs, if he doesn't start, he probably at least subs in. Again. Whatever they do, he's their only striker. Whatever, well, whatever they do on Wednesday, yes, that's true. But I mean, that's I know the that thing. they've been playing. Everyone, that. all those players can play there. The, I think the question is, if he plays in, if he plays against Madrid on Wednesday, and he's out there, I don't know. Does he play sixty minutes? It depends on what the game. What the game? You could never predict the game flow. I'm not going to make a move. This, uh, the, the, did you watch Madrid and Manchester City? Did you watch the first leg? Nope. You I heard it not? was. I heard it was amazing. But no. Did you watch? Yeah, it, it was four three. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was a, just such an unbelievable, unpredictable. Other than that, City blew a million chances, and it could have been more, but they didn't. They they it's close. Mm-hmm. So. The second leg should be, I would imagine, also amazing. And yeah. It's just an intense matchup. If Jesus starts, which I imagine he will, I don't know. I just don't know that you can trust it. But I mean, Pep's going to want to play play his best players more against Real Madrid in the Champions League than he will against Wolves and whoever else you said in the right, Premier League. Because this week they played against Leeds and they did not start two of their most important like offensive players, Jesus right. and Mares, or uh, De Bruyne and Mares, both unused subs, right? And they destroy Leeds. Yep. They can do the same. They may not be able to destroy Newcastle, but they should still win. And right now, Wolves are the beachiest team oh in the gosh. Premier League. Yeah, we'll talk about so, that. So either way, uh, all right. So you, well, you you convinced me. I'm not making a move. Here's what Wednesday. I'm saying, though, Dave. And let me let me make this is the last thing that make you really all right, rethink all this. All right. They play Madrid Wednesday. Yes. They don't play Newcastle until Sunday. That's I know. three full days. It's plenty of rest. Then they play <laughs> Wolves on Wednesday. Unless your luck is that. Which is two full days, which isn't great. And then they play West Ham again on Sunday the 15th, which is three full days. 
that's plenty of time. You're more nervous about De Bruyne because of the ankle, yeah, and because of the management, yeah. So I, even if he's out there, I imagine he's not going to play a lot. They're gonna they all ideally best case for them get the game under under control and then take out the best players, yeah. which means take out De Bruyne. I don't think there's anything more we can say about stats unless Brian's got one last thing. No, not today. I, there will be other stats inserted into the game, into, right. into the matches that are might be helpful to you, but there is nothing else stat-wise that you need to know. That's a good stat this week. All right, Dave. all right. Hey, for the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.